Hey friends, welcome back to the In Betweenish Pod. I'm your host, Beatrice Noor, and this is a side talk episode where I'll be selecting side conversations extracted from the longer recording sessions with my guests. Each side talk will tackle a specific subject. I realize I don't share much of what goes on behind the scenes. I try to share a bit of that on Instagram when I can, but usually recording sessions actually last between three to five hours. So there's quite a bit of content that doesn't make it into the final um, interview episode. And so that's why I want to share bits and pieces that I thought were very interesting. And I want you to hear it as well. In the side talk, I have Axel Cacoutier, and we're tackling history, change, and how we understand time. Hey guys, let me take a second to tell you about the Quest newsletter, where we explore the crossroads of multiple belongings. Every month, I'll ask you a question to ponder over, give you an exercise to deepen your cultural connection, share some edutainment, where education meets entertainment, on cross-cultural living, and introduce you to a few new words to add to your library. Basically, I set out a quest, and you have a month to nerd out on it, before you get the next one in your inbox. The link to subscribe is on our website or in the show notes below. I have to ask this, and I don't want to get political at all, but it's almost it's 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 hard mm-hmm. not to sometimes. But oh yeah, do you think the 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 Britain you're growing in today, or do you think the UK that you grew mm-hmm. in when you were growing up as a child, as a teenager, mm-hmm. is the same that it is today? Hmm. Do you feel like hmm. things have changed, regressed or progressed? Or hmm. I mean, it's kind of hard to answer this question given the news that just came out like last week, right? <laughs> but uh... totally, totally. <laughs> I think no. This is a really good question because I think um, it really does put into question how one understands history and how one understands change. Um, quite often, because of the way we're taught history. So I know I'm really passionate about this. So I'm about to. Okay. So because of the way we're taught history, um, we are led to believe that things were bad in the past and things are better now in a linear way. Um, And I have completely accepted and surrendered to the fact that that is absolutely false. Um, And I think that really is rooted in this Western view, specifically... um, imperial view a colonizer's mindset of being like essentially our arrival has modernized and civilized whether it's france whether it's uk whether it's belgium which you know so that model of things are better so like your past is dark and unknown because we've destroyed it or we've suppressed it and we are installing our models of governments and law and education and beauty standards and all these things that we have now seen as universal because of that now we are now looking back and thinking okay cool because um because this particular condition of life wasn't existent therefore you know more people died from a certain disease and now a european person came and it's better now um I'm making the lengths to explain, to paint that as a backdrop, to essentially say, I don't think, yes, things have changed in terms of awareness, um, in terms of understanding uh, how much good and bad 
is going on in the world. We are much more aware of that. Things were a lot more local um, back in the day. And I, I, I know I said historically, and in my head, I did imagine, for example, the 19th century compared, compared to the 21st century. But even from when I was born um, to now, you know, the birth of the internet has really exploded things for better or for worse. Um, who's to say? I mean, that, even that's in constant flux. Um, but I don't believe... You know, yes, yeah, so there, there, there are material changes and there are political changes, but there are people who are always going to be hurt, people who are still suffering and grieving and don't know what to do with that pain. And depending on the, the political circumstances, um, that makes the difference between having someone who's, who is a fascist in, 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 in the position of power as opposed to someone who is um, an anti-capitalist, for example, Who's to say that in, in, in three months' time, because of the conditions that people are so fed up with, you know, you're going to have someone who's absolutely anti-capitalist, for example. Who knows? Uh, I can't predict it. But that would be better for me. I will, I will very much enjoy that, um, for example. But maybe I won't. Um, I'm being philosophical about this, and I, but I had to no, before no, answering no. the rest of the question. But yeah. <laughs> so philosophy um, is welcome. <laughs> like it's, <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> good, good, good. But I do think... Um, from my my own biographical life, yes, things have definitely improved. Um, things are better. Uh, it, whether it's from a material perspective, from a, an emotional perspective, or spiritual perspective, I definitely welcome the growth and the changes that have happened. Um, from a societal point of view, I think things are subjective in the sense that. It is good in terms of the exposure of being aware and the call to action. We definitely want to uh, we want to make the world a better place, but how we organize to do it is what I think is lacking. Um, and uh, yes, so it's a yes and no. It's a terribly gray answer, but that's where I live. <laughs> no, but I mean, I think that's... Uh... It's a very loaded question anyways, you know, and also it, it's <laughs> a, the, the answer has to be nuanced as well, you know, so it makes mm. sense that it's a yes and no. Um, yes. But it's also the desire to want to believe that things are getting better, right? Even though mm. it doesn't, it doesn't erase what happened and it doesn't erase what we're trying to process as well. Mm. You know what? I think in response to that, I'm understanding that instead of getting better or worse, I want to commit to believing that there's good in people. And essentially, we all want to be free and experience love, not exclusively in a romantic way, but to be held and to heal from things. And I think, yeah, coming from that position, I'm less concerned about better or worse because things are always going to be better or worse depending on even for me tomorrow don't, i don't know what's going to happen to me tomorrow but it could it could potentially be worse than what it is today um but at the end of the day it's just like nah like whether it's better or worse there's there's good in this world <laughs> there is even though i'm exposed to a lot of bad but there is a lot of good um and that's what keeps me um uh, going <laughs> If you want to hear more of my conversation with Axel, check out their two-part interview over episodes six and seven. In episode six, titled, It is not with bones and skin, it's all with feeling, 
Axel and I discussed their cultural heritage, their racial identity, and catharsis. And Axel bravely answers the question of, who are you to yourself when no one is around? In episode 7, titled A Man is Synonymous with Describing a Soldier, this is the second part of the interview, and we cover Axel's religion and faith, their gender identity, and we also tackle the subject of masculinity. These were such a treat to record, and actually, a bit more BTS for you, that was actually my very first conversation with Axel ever. In the meantime, if you're enjoying the in-betweenish and you want to discover more of your own cultural-ish, please sign up to our brand new The Quest newsletter. The first issue comes out February 14th on Valentine's Day, and I can't wait to share it with you. Thanks for tuning in. In-betweenish signing off. See you guys next time.